Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Cool fakes, drives on McLemore, slows down a little bit, spins it off the glass, going right to left in front of the rim, got to the other side, and spun it home. That was a heck of a finish. That was beautiful. Good evening, everybody. Uh, FYI, I'm hearing myself back in my own ears, which is very distracting. Ah, it's gone. Thanks, Sterling. I'm at Kolsky. It is Warrior Wrap-Up, and it's another Warrior win. 21-4 on the season, 104-94. to The final. As they handle, uh, is it, do we even call that the Portland Trail Blazers? With the, the Trail Zombies, the... Zomblazers. It's rough up there. I mean, it was bad enough just without CJ McCollum, to be totally honest. Never mind without McCollum, without Lillard. Anthony Simons isn't there. And then the one guy who was playing really well in the first half, Nasir Little, gone at halftime, or shortly thereafter, anyway. So there... They're in dire straits. It's a bad situation for the Blazers. And this was a an ugly game of basketball. It wasn't pretty. But I guess it's like it's the it's the basketball equivalent of, of spinach or something. You know, you know it's good for you when you play a Portland team without McCollum or Lillard or Simons. But you don't necessarily enjoy the experience. (laughs) You got to do it. It's important to eat healthy foods. You know, you play the games on the schedule. But there was not a lot of juice there tonight on either side. It was just a 
lackluster evening. A lackluster evening altogether. But a win, 104.94. And generally speaking, everybody pretty good. You know, Jordan Poole and Steph both could have shot the ball a little better, but they were both effective. Poole got to the line a lot. Nine nine times tonight he shot free throws, eight and nine on the night. That's how he got his 20, despite five of 14 from the field. And Steph eh, caught it a little bit in the second half, got going a little bit, and, and got up to 22 on the night. Not his best shooting night. Was he forcing threes early? Maybe a little but I got to be honest with you, I didn't feel like he was taking a bunch of bad shots. I I thought he took the sort of threes he normally takes. Maybe a couple extras. Maybe a couple fewer times he drove into the lane when he might have. But I didn't feel like he was hunting the record so much as he just got a lot of good three looks early and missed some of them. You know, 17 three-point attempts on the night is not so out of whack for Steph Curry. It's the only two two two-point attempts that's a little surprising. But I think he could tell relatively early that it wasn't going to be a 16-3 night. (laughs) And he turned his eye towards winning a basketball game, which is what they did. I still will tell you, nevertheless... It's time for the Steph Curry three-point update, brought to you by Masterclass. Steph has made 132 threes this season. 132, folks, after six made threes tonight. That means 10 threes from now, he will be the lone record holder for all-time three-point field goals made. Ten more till he passes Ray Allen. I would say that means overwhelmingly odds are it happens either Saturday in Philadelphia or Monday in Indiana, but there's still the outside chance it goes down at the Garden. I mean, if he hit five and then four, so he tied it. It's, uh, I don't know. I just It's hard for me to believe he doesn't get 10 in the next two games at the very worst. My money would be on Indiana. Where would you bet? Where is Steph going to cross the threshold? 888-957-9570. And while you call to give me your answer, let me remind you that Masterclass lets you learn from over 100 world-class instructors anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Get 15% off your annual membership at masterclass.com slash the game. It is Warriors wrap-up on 95-7, the game, and and it's a good night. Not a super entertaining or exciting night, but a good night nonetheless. 104-94, the win. 888-957-9570, the number. You can call us or text us at those digits. And let's go right out to the phone lines. AJ in San Francisco gives us a call. What are you feeling, AJ? Hey, what's going on, fam? Hey, listen, man, I just got back from the game, and I'm going to tell you something. Our Johnny-come-lately fans are really getting to me. I mean, I'm talking about we have the greatest player on God's Green Earth, the greatest team on God's Green Earth right now, Mm -hmm. and we got fans who are moaning and griping and crying when Steph misses his first three, four threes. And it's it's like, you know what? You're taking him for granted. 
You're taking what we do for granted. You're not cheering on the team. Y'all came there just to go and try and see someone break a record and make a record. 16 threes in one game is impossible, right? They came to see impossible. Nobody was cheering it on. I, I was I was, I was, was beside myself. I had two people sitting next to me talking about, well, what happened at the office today? And what did Becky say? And yada, yada, yada. I'm done. I'm over it. I can't believe these people. Like, you're not uh-huh. real fans. You're not real fans. All right, AJ. I hear you. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I will give people this. It was a weird game. I, yeah, you want everybody in the house to be fired up for the home team, root, 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 and whatnot. But it was a weird game. It it wasn't. It just was disjointed and uncomfortable from the beginning. You know, there was a moment early, I want to say early second quarter, where I looked at the scoreboard and the Warriors were up one, and it just felt like they ought to have been up 15. Because open shot after open shot, they were clanking. And I, uh, while look, you're right, 16 threes, impossible is the wrong word because someone's going to do it, but it's ridiculous. It's not likely, you know, it was a pipe dream to think that Steph would go double record break tonight. And a couple missed threes early is no reason to check out. And look, AJ's not the only person. I saw lots of people on Twitter talking about this. It was a quiet building tonight. And we've seen Chase Center get loud, but tonight it was quiet. Is that a bunch of Johnny-come-lately fans? I'm not going to tell AJ he's wrong. I wasn't there. So maybe it is. Maybe that's what it is. But I also think, you know, give people a bit of a break. It was a weird game. It was a weird game. 888-957-9570, you want to weigh in. Warriors should feel good about themselves getting a win to send them off on a four-game road trip that definitely has some challenges. Philly playing well. Joel Embiid, 30-plus in four of his last seven games. He is really starting to feel it. I think he took a while to sort of get back together after his COVID experience. He, he, He took a few games to get back in the flow, but he's in it now. And we know the Warriors don't have anybody Joel Embiid-sized, so that's going to be a challenge, and it's not the only one on this trip. 888-957-9570, our phone number. Calls are coming in, so we're going to just go straight to you guys. You want to speak about the Warriors? I am here for you. Johnny in San Mateo up first. How are you feeling about tonight's win, Johnny? Hi, Matt. Um... You know, I'm kind of, I feel okay about tonight. I mean, I just didn't like the turnovers the Warriors had. I don't know how many they had, but they had some silly ones today. And I just feel like this this whole record thing, Steph breaking the record, is kind of clouding the team over. Every, everybody's trying to overpass. Even Draymond said uh, in the, inter, uh, the after-game, post-game ESPN, he was like, he's trying to find Steph too much. And then he made some silly turnovers. And, yeah, all in all, as entertaining as the Warriors are, sometimes it's just such a turnoff when they turn the ball over. And that's my biggest thing about today. Yeah, yeah. you know, the the first half, Johnny, I thought they actually were pretty good turnover-wise. Um, a couple of them. But, but, and that's why I don't, you know, I hear Draymond, uh, and they, they were looking for him. But they always look for him. 
you know, it's hard to tell how different it is. Uh, and and maybe it, I, I'll take Draymond's word for it. If he says they were overseeking Steph, then I'm sure they were. At the same time, he got a lot of pretty good shots. You know, he missed some pretty good looks at three. And I'm not going to criticize the team for getting him those looks. And as far as the turnover thing goes, uh, it was 15 tonight, which is a little more than Steve Kerr wants, but I also think it's pretty realistic to expect in the neighborhood of 15 on a regular basis. So, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was a bad turnover night necessarily. 888-957-9570. Let's go to Coach Duran calling up from Union City. What's happening, Coach Duran? Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, awesome and spectacular game with Dove Nation. It was clutch. A win is a win. And Indiana should be the game where Steph breaks a record. The pandemonium is going to go wild. It's going to be fantastic. Dove Nation support Warriors. Okay. Yeah, I, I, Indiana's my guess. Indiana's my guess to break the record. Someone on the text line said uh, if he doesn't get it in Philly, he might sit out in Indiana and just to get the record at MSG. I wouldn't rule it out, man. <laughs> I, I would not. I would not rule that out. I don't I, – I wouldn't be that confident. Like, I – I think he'd like to break it in New York. I don't think he'd mind breaking it in Indiana, in Indianapolis, easy for me to say. Uh, and that is what I think. I don't think he's hitting a, a 10 threes on Saturday in Philly. But, you know, he might not mind breaking it against his brother either. That would be a heck of a thing. It's coming. One of the next three games, that record's going down. When do you think it'll be? 888 957 9570. Mike in Marin up next. What do you got, Mike? Mike in Marin is not up next. Mike in Marin abdicated his spot at the top of the list, and it is now going to Bobby G. Bobby G in San Francisco. What's happening, Bobby G? Yo, it's good, Coach. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello? Yeah, uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the game at all tonight. It was my sister's birthday. But driving <laughs> back right now, hearing the uh, callers calling, sounds like are they are they saying the the crowd at the Chase Center was a little wine and cheese tonight? It did sound like that one dude was was criticizing the crowd for being a little wine and cheese. I, you know, again, I'm I'm not out there with the crowd. I, I can't say they were or were not. I will say sometimes it's a weird game and the crowd's not loud because the game is weird, right? Like, you can understand that. That can happen, right? I don't know. Sure. I, yeah. It's well, it's it's complicated out there. Go ahead. A little bit because I, I was looking at, um, even though I knew I wasn't going to the game, I wanted to check, you know, resale prices, what tickets were going for right before the game. And they were actually pretty pricey compared yeah. to uh, the games, the, the the long home stretch we had, especially with uh, uh, what is it? You know, Dameless and 
Yeah, with everybody hurt. Yeah. So I think a lot of the crowd were anticipating. Yeah, and I think you guys, 95-7 the game, were pushing that narrative pretty hard <laughs> that he could possibly, uh-huh. you know, go. Yeah, look, I, 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 it wasn't me. You know, don't blame me. I wasn't on during the day today. I may have said it last night. I can't I can't promise. Thanks, Bobby G. I, I, I think it's it, – it, although it was unrealistic – I can understand why people in there were on the edge of their seats hoping Steph started by hitting like his first five and then all of a sudden you are talking about can he do it? Could it happen tonight? Sixteen threes for both records? It was never very likely. I w- but how could you not talk about it? I mean he he stopped himself at the perfect point where we had to talk about that possibility. 888-957-9570 is our phone number. And I'll give people a break. Like, the caller who complained about fans is not wrong. I believe it was AJ. That people, you know, in a perfect world, you you root, root, root for the home team. When Steph misses a three, there's always going to be an ah. But, but stay excited. You know, keep cheering. It was a win. At the same time, I can understand fans who were excited to try to anticipate history. And yeah, maybe there's a handful of people who overspent on tickets to see history when they probably weren't gonna and then were disappointed inappropriately. And not not as loud as you'd like them to be. I get it. I get it. But I, I get that side too. Drew in... Oakland. Steph Curry, 10 threes away now, Drew. When's he going to break that record? Hey, man, how's it going tonight? Good. Hey, um, just a couple things. I'm a season ticket holder, and, you know, that first caller, I do agree with him to some extent because people are starting to get – I didn't go to the game tonight. I gave him away as a Christmas present. But um, uh, people are starting to get too lax again, so uh, – like they're getting used to, okay, how many points are the Dubs going to win by tonight? And, mm-hmm. you know, and then not unless it's a huge game like the Suns or, you know, do they get up and roaring again? That's the one thing about Oracle. It was organic. We you know we just went there to see what Monte was going to, if he was going to score 20 tonight. But yeah, and, you know what? So though, Drew, uh, hold on one second, though, Drew, because I think this is like. Remember, the crowds got like this at the last couple seasons of Oracle, too. Like, when it became pretty much once Kevin Durant got here. There were nights where it was a lackluster win over a mediocre team, and it never really got hopping, right? I mean, that was a thing at Oracle in the last couple of years, was it not? Do we still have Jordan? Yeah, I'm right here. When the Kings would come to town, you know, we, we'd be like, well, you know, are they going to win by 20 tonight? And, you know, <laughs> let's go get some nachos. I mean, yeah, right? So that's how it was. But, hey, I think, and I was telling your producer there, that uh, Curry should do something completely out of the box, a la, you know, different sport, Belichick, when he only passed three times. He's got 10 to go. <laughs> he should just shoot one a game, one a game. on the road. Uh-huh. And then and – then, yeah, and then come home and and light it up with five and break it break it at Chase and, and just you know introduce everyone to his mid range game again. What do you think? 
I, I think if he did that, it would be the stuff of legends. If Steph Curry somehow, I mean, even if he just shoots like three a game for the road trip, 10 attempts over the course of a road trip or so, he's not likely to hit all 10. Yeah, I'm on board, Drew. I like it. I like it. There's no way he's doing that. I like it. I think that would be, can you imagine if he did that just to please Warrior fans, how, like, the guy's already, you would think he couldn't do anything else to endear himself to this fan base, but that would be, that, that would be next level. Steph Curry passing on threes, just, like, stepping on the line. Oh, sorry. My bad, guys. Thought I was behind the line. <laughs> Guess that's not a three. Yeah, no. He's going to try to win. Let's go to Eric in Oakland. Wants to respond to uh, our first caller, AJ, who was upset with the crowd at Chase Center tonight. What's going on, Eric? Hey, what's going on? Hey, I kind of think, like, sometimes, like, even fans, the ones who say they were there at Roracle, sometimes we do a little bit too much. Everybody, Steph has been, like, the talk of sports media as he approaches this record, and the closer he gets to the record, sometimes he presses. So, yeah, the fans are hanging on every three he shot, and with no Dame, no CJ, it wasn't like the opponent was there to rev him up. But with that being said, I do kind of want to call out Steve Kerr a little bit. Not much, just a little. Because (laughs) I think Steve, sometimes he got to go get a tech. Because Steph is getting fouled on some of those three-point shots. And it's just like ho-hum. Steph is not going to be demonstrative like Draymond. So he needs somebody to go to bat for him sometimes. And if you see like the Nasir Little foul on the three, he barely got touched. Steph falling into the bench, and it's like nothing. Steve, sometimes you got to step up, man, and go get one just to let the refs know. You see it. This My superstar is getting fouled and you're doing nothing. Come on, Steve. We need you to step it up. That's all I got. Thank you, Eric. I was, uh, I was skeptical when you said, now I'm going to criticize Steve Kerr, but I actually agree with you on this. It's dangerous. And those calls that he's not getting, I mean, look, the stuff around the rim, the stuff off the ball, that's one thing. He's small. He's going to get bounced a little more than than a bigger guy. And when you know when it comes to going to the rim, he's moving more off the ball than anyone in the league, and they're not going to call all that stuff. I get those. They got to call the landing space foul. It's supposed to be a point of emphasis. Kalena has brought this up on the TV broadcast a few times. It's unacceptable. He's, I mean, if you don't think he's the best player in the league, he's top three. You've got a a clear first ballot Hall of Famer, the greatest shooter of all time, one of the top three players in the league right now. Being found in a dangerous way that's supposed to be a point of emphasis and they're not getting called. I mean, of all the non-calls surrounding Steph Curry that baffle and bamboozle me, that is the one that I find the most stupefying. We got to take a quick break, but we'll be back in a few minutes. We'll keep taking your phone calls. 888-957-9570. Line them up. Be with you uh, at least till 11, probably a little longer than that. So hop on in if you want to talk about it. When is Steph going to break that three-point record? Ten threes to go. Philly Saturday. 
Indy Monday. Take your pick. Or does he wait for the third game of the trip and do it at Madison Square Garden? There would be something beautiful about that. Can't deny it. Give me a ring. 888-957-9570. I'm Matt Kolsky. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Here's Matt Kolsky. Hello, everybody. I am Matt Kolsky. It is Warriors Wrap-Up. <clears throat> Bit of G League news to discuss. Not G League news. The kids were in the G League tonight. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I believe they'll be on the road trip as well. A lot of talk so far about the crowd, strangely enough, and a little bit about the the, the foul calls that Steph Curry's not getting, which I, I do think is a legitimate concern. You know, the, the caller criticizing Steve Kerr. Uh, I don't think it's crazy to criticize St- Steve Kerr for not losing it a little over some of these non-calls on Steph. He is, he is getting fouled in that landing space area foul, which is a dangerous play for a guy up in the air on a three. It's happening regularly. It's supposed to be a point of emphasis, and he gets that call less than anyone else. And I could argue that of all the guys in the league, he's the most important guy to be getting that call. We have to discourage people from sticking their feet under Steph Curry. So I'm with the caller on that, actually. On the crowd issue, and this is kind of what I was trying to say, but this comes from a 408 texter. 
Been a season ticket holder at both buildings, and tonight was just like 2019. When you expect to win against a team missing their entire core, it's hard to get too excited. Yeah, I think that's mostly what happened tonight. 510 Texter says, America's watching that game, hoping they'd see a record. The focus on is on the record now, then they'll get back to business as usual. It's normal. And I kind of think that's true, too. So it's not great. Like, you want an, an involved crowd every night, but I don't know if that's realistic. Let's go to Jordan in Fremont to talk about the crowd a little more. What's happening, Jordan? Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for the call. Um... Right now, I kind of want to disagree with the two points you just made. Like, uh, you know, I'm 31 years old, so I've been watching, you know, Warriors basketball. I'm from the Bay Area for at least 20 years. And you know what? I've seen the downtimes, you know, Dampier, you know, Arenas and all of them. And you know what? Like, I hated those times so much that I don't like it when people are just taking these wins for granted. Like, okay, so I was at the game today, right? And, uh, you know, Curry didn't have the ball, okay? You know, everyone's sitting down. Once Curry gets the ball, everyone's standing up, getting a little buzz. I'm like, man. You know, people should be like that at all times. Like, most of these people that are coming to the games right now, they don't understand that there was losing before this. So everyone just, you know, <laughs> they want to win. They want to win. Okay, you know, they're going to win. You know, they're 20 and 4, 21 and 4, right? So, yeah. you know what? I just I just take the losing that I remember when I was, you know, f- you know, 15 to my 20, right? Because I was 30, uh-huh. right? Uh, just I take that into like so much consideration because you know it's just i i didn't like losing it and i'm always up on my feet like i'm like yeah crowd pumped up ready to go and if these guys are sitting on the ground you know what i mean like and well okay, listen jordan just real quick. let me say this man shout out to you because you're a great fan and good for you for for handling it that way but i also think we all need to understand just as human beings this is what happens you know like yeah when you go from a consistent losing franchise for, like you said, most of your most of your life, most of your life, a consistently losing franchise, and and then you become great, and not just for a little bit, but you know, galactically great over a relatively long stretch of time. This is a legitimately spectacular thing. What these warriors have been for a decade now, practically, and. Of course there's new fans. And of course they don't get it. And I don't mean that dismissively necessarily. But that's just... That's life. This is life, guys. You know? The new people, they they weren't there for the losing. And they do expect to win all the time. And they probably do take it for granted a little bit. And, you know, maybe someday they'll experience some losing and then they'll long for these days. And next time it comes around, they won't take it for granted. But you know what? There will be a whole group of new guys and gals who come along with the new winning and they take it for granted again. And that's the nature of sports. You know, you want your team to be good enough to get that extra attention. And when those extra attention people come around with their Johnny-come-lately attitude... It can be frustrating to the old heads. It can be. And you, that frustration is legitimate. You've earned it. But also, it's natural. That's what happens. And I don't think it's something to be upset about. In the same way that you don't want to take the wins for granted, don't take the fact that it's winning that brought you fair weather, Johnny come lately not appropriately excited fans 
it's a product of the winning. It comes with it. Let's go to David in El Cerrito. Wants to talk about the uh, lack of foul calls for Steph Curry a little bit. What's up, David? Well, first of all, these are some killer calls right now because both these guys are making pretty spot-on points about both the officiating and the fans. Yeah. Um, but I think that, first of all, Steph's injury history has been one about his ankles. So if there's ever a, even an aspect of his body that the league would want to be protecting, it would be the lower half of his body. 100%. Hence the comment you made about giving him a landing spot. But yep. the, the thing that bothers me is that the other night I happened to catch um, Julius Randle losing his mind, the ref saying that he's allowed to get hit he's a big man and he can take it. And then Shaquille right. O'Neal was following up saying that that's what they told him when he played, like, you're a big boy. You can get hit. Well, if that's the case for Julius Randle because he's a big guy, then Steph yeah. will get more deference because he's a small guy. That's right. And so it sounds like the refs are de- – and this isn't new for Steph. He's been getting hit for years and the league doesn't protect him. It's almost like because he's small, it's really hard to watch the inconsistency of officiating – in the league, especially when you're talking about a guy who is this meteoric superstar who's somehow still in his somewhat prime. Yeah. No, I, I agree with everything you're saying, David. I, I will I will play devil's advocate a little bit for you here because I, 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 if there's a comparison uh, to what you're talking about with, with Shaq or with Julius Randle, it, obviously you're right. Steph is smaller, and he ought to get a benefit of the doubt on that because there's a lot of big guys out there knocking him around. But he's so damn good. You know, I mean, that's that's the commonality. Like, it's the natural thing to say to Shaquille O'Neal when he's not getting the calls is, well, you're big, you can handle it. But it's not really a size issue, you know, because no one ever said that to, like, Greg Ostertag. It's a it's a he's too damn good issue. And that was the issue with with Shaq. Like if you actually called contact that was fouls against everyone else a foul against Shaq every time, he would have been at the free throw line all night long. It would not have been fun. And while this is not a good excuse, I do think that factors in with Steph as well. I think there is and I'm not saying they do this necessarily even on purpose, but because of how damn good Steph is, particularly at shooting threes, how quickly he gets them off, how difficult they are to defend, I do think there's an aspect of refs that, whether deliberate or not, there's an aspect of, well, for God's sakes, if I don't let them jump out at him a little bit, no one's ever going to stop him. Like, if he... If you really protected his landing space, it would just be too hard not to have him scoring 40 a night. I would argue, good. (laughs) Like, if I was the NBA, great. Let's do that. But I think that's human nature, you know? Like, the the refs, you can't believe how good he is. You can't believe how quick he gets it off. You can't believe how often he is fouled. I think that's kind of what happens. Let's go to Mike in Daly City. If you want to weigh in on tonight's win or anything else Warrior-related, 888-957-9570 is our phone number. You can text us there as well. What is happening, Mike? Hey. Yeah, now i got two things I want to talk about. I might as well talk about what you're 
talking about first. I think what they ought to do is be more strict on the fouls that are, let's call it, not part of the game of basketball, where you're just mm-hmm. trying to beat somebody up and get in their way as opposed to trying to steal the ball or block a shot or whatever that has to do with the game and try to crack down more on those and in general, not just on Steph. Um, that's how I would change the refereeing if I were doing it. But uh-huh. I really called about the uh, three-point record. I think mathematically he's almost certainly going to break it at Indiana, you know, unless he gets super hot in Philly. Uh, I don't right. see how they're going to keep him under 10 threes in the next two games. Uh, but I would Isn't that a crazy that. thing to say, Mike? I mean, you're right, but it's crazy. I don't see how they're going to keep him under 10 threes the next two games. I agree. Especially since he wants to do it. I mean, it would be one thing right. if it was a random two-game set, but it's clearly not a random two-game set. And I no, it is not. I would do it at the Garden. I actually go back to the, the Bill Russell and Bob Cousy days and was a Knicks fan, you know, growing up in New York. And so I think both the Knicks fans and the Pacer fans will give him a standing O, whatever it happens. And who knows what Philly fans might do. But I'm just looking forward to seeing it because at some point he's going to put the record where nobody can touch it, at least in our lifetime. Yeah, he sure is. He sure is. Thanks for the call. I appreciate you reaching out. 888-957-9570. A few more minutes to weigh in if you'd like to do so. And by the way, you are listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ-FM in HD1 San Francisco, an Odyssey station brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. It would be great if you could break it at the garden. But Mike is right. I mean, if you just scroll down the game log... There are very few two-game samples where Steph is under 10 threes made this year. You know, he had a couple of bad shooting nights. He had a really bad night in Toronto, one for six from three. He had a couple where he made three or four. So, yeah, there's a few nights, if you look at him, two games in a row he was under 10. But like Mike said, when he's actually trying to do it, when he cares about it. Hard to imagine him not getting to 10 in the next two games. 888-957-9570. Is this a different mic? Is, is that, am I to understand we have a new mic on the line? This mic calling us from Berkeley. What do you got, Mike? Hey, yeah, uh, I got to stand up for Steve Kerr. He has uh, <laughs> ranted and raved and taken this issue about Steph Curry being pounded by the big guys. Oh, for at least the last five years, minimum, and even before that. Uh, it's the worst commis- commissioner in sports who does nothing about it. Uh, this character appointed by well, David Stern, who should have been. I got to tell you, Mike, uh, he is probably the best commissioner in major American sports. Now, you, you don't have to like him. You may not like him very much at all, but his competition is Rob Manfred, Gary Bettman, and. Roger Goodell and and Adam Silver stands at the top of that list. I, I to me though it's not him. I mean, I, Adam Silver has put a point of emphasis on this very play. And to your point, I'm not saying Steve Kerr has never stood up for Steph Curry. No one would say that. I'm just saying the caller who suggested, you know, on a night like tonight where there are three or four of those plays where he got undercut, 
Go and go ahead and get a technical foul. Lose your temper because it's bad. It and just because you've stood up for him in the past doesn't mean that a well placed temper tantrum by a head coach wouldn't have a positive effect. It's a tradition as old as the NBA. A well placed head coach temper tantrum is it's something you do. It's something you do to make the refs lock in, especially when you're Steve Kerr. Like, yeah, Steve's pretty fiery, but in general, he only really loses it when he really wants to send a message. And I think that's a message that could have used sending tonight. No one's killing Steve Kerr here. Even the guy who called with the criticism was like, it's just a little criticism. And it is. It's not a huge deal. But tonight, I'm with the caller who said, Tonight would have been a good night to get a technical foul in defense of Stephen, in defense of Wardell, Stephen Curry, the third. Would have been a good night for it. I want to get to a few of the things that were said after the game. And, you know, part of this is our discussion tonight about the crowd. And Steve Kerr wasn't asked about the crowd. But, of course, he was asked about the game, and I, and I think his answer probably reflects to a degree what the crowd was experiencing. It just it wasn't that fun out there, and, and everyone could see it. I thought Steph took a couple of quick ones early. That, you know, maybe he was trying to get himself going, but I actually thought we played a great first half. The ball just wasn't going in, but it was moving. We were getting really good looks. But when the when the ball doesn't go in, it's it's hard to get momentum. It's hard to get the crowd into it. It felt like at that point it was more just you know let's grind it out. And unfortunately, we couldn't couldn't ever give our our fans you know too much to get thrilled about. But it's good to be in this position where we're still winning games. If you know. If, if we're not playing our best. It really does feel like 2018, 2019 to me. The expectations are very high. So when the game is a little blah, the crowd doesn't totally get into it. And you can hear Steve Kerr understands that. But at the end of the day, his job is to get wins, and they did go ahead and do that. They did do that. And although it wasn't a special night for Curry, he was a perfectly good night for Curry, and, and that's something Steve talked about too. I didn't talk to him about it, you know, before the game. I mean, it's, you know, to make that many threes in one game is obviously it's never been done before. You know, just a, a routine night. He made six, which is nothing for him. I don't think I ever did that in my entire career one time. So it was just kind of a, a, a ho-hum game, but a, a win, and uh, we're, we're happy with that. Yeah, it's a win. You're happy with it. Is this is this really another Mike Sterling? Is this a third Mike in a row right now? Have you just told? Are you just screening calls like you're Mike? What do you have to say? <laughs> yeah, hi, hello, you're Mike. Where are you calling from, and what do you have to say? This is Mike in San Jose this time. What do you got, Mike? Hey, what's up? My name. My name's not really Mike, but, you know, I just figured I'd roll with this. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> I wanted to ask you the consensus uh, solution for getting Steph Curry these calls on the landing spot. Uh-huh. And also just say, I think the best thing that he could have done is get the technical the way he did a couple of nights ago and then get mad and, and start killing it and through the, tech, through the <laughs> D or whatever it was. That's just not his 
his style, his way, you know, and I think the re- because yeah. that's not his way, he's not getting those calls, but if it's LeBron or Shaq or a big dude out there throwing their weight around at the ref, they get intimidated and then they give them what they want, but when it's Steph, it's like he's not going to be a baby about it, you know, and it just it's almost yeah. into the ref's hand a little bit more. So I, I just want to ask you, like, what's the consensus solution here? Should he sit out a game? Thank you. No, he should not sit out a game. I, I don't know what the consensus solution is. I think that's part of the problem, Mike. I, thanks for the call. I, I think I think your idea is perfectly valid. Like, the occasional Steph temper tantrum does some good. I think it did some good the other night. I think people pay attention when he gets upset because he doesn't do it too much. I actually thought he might lose it tonight on a couple of those because you could see he was getting upset. He was getting feet all up under his feet when he was shooting. Nobody likes that. I've played basketball at the incredibly low level of pickup, and I don't like that. No one wants feet under their feet. It's dangerous. So, yeah, maybe he needs to throw a little bit more of a tantrum. But, I, you know, we haven't really convinced him to do that on a regular basis yet in a decade. So I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Before we get out of here, uh, something did happen at the G League tonight that I think deserves notice specifically. Moses Moody, 37 points. Oh, did we find it? Did we find the sound bite? I'm gonna... <laughs> 37 in a row in a row no not in a row but he did have 37 points in the g league tonight. thank you for that i you know i acknowledge that i am a gigantic idiot and i like stupid things and uh playing that 37 soundbite makes me very happy moses moody at 37 points tonight give it to me again 37 oh my god 37 in a row not in a row, but he did have 37 points. And Steve Kerr was asked about that as well. Well, he's a great shooter, you know, and he's uh, he's shown that in our practices. And, you know, we know about his shooting touch. I'm thrilled that, that he and J.K. are, you know, playing and getting good good reps, good minutes in Santa Cruz. That's exactly what they need right now. And there's a reason they were both lottery picks. You know, they're both very talented players. You know, I think there was a time we thought we'd see more earlier from Moses Moody, and that has not happened. I think it's largely about opportunity. The team has a lot of good wings and guards right now playing well. You're not going to shift Moses ahead of guys like D. Lee or JTA at, at this point or Porter. So, you know, his be- his best opportunities are going to come in the G League, and, and when he has a big game, that's it. that's something to get excited about. He's not going to flash the way Kaminga flashes in, in individual plays. He, he's a guy that probably has to be on the floor a little more for his impact to really be felt. So I'm glad he's getting those opportunities down there. And I'm glad he's playing well. Moses Moody is going to be important to this team down the road, whether, whether it's this year or next or a couple years even after that. I, I believe he's part of this team's future. So good to see him getting in some good work at the G League. And that's going to do it for us. Uh, someone on the text line did ask about my opinion on a hypothetical Miles for Wiseman trade, Miles being Miles Turner. Um, and uh, I talked about this a lot last night, but I'll give you the short version, which is uh, I'm open to the idea of it. I'm not sure any of the actual trades that work financially 
make enough sense for the Warriors to actually pull the trigger. And the more I look at the situation, the less convinced I am that they actually need the big defensive center we keep talking about because their defense is great and they don't have him now. Then again, on Saturday, they're going to play Joel Embiid, and I might feel differently. <laughs> so stay tuned. I'm not sure. But the idea of trading James Wiseman is not something I immediately put down the phone on. I'm open to the concept. It just has to be the right deal, and I'm not sure the right deal with Miles Turner exists. That's all for Warriors wrap-up tonight. I'll be back with you tomorrow night. Uh, a little Warrior roundtable action at 6 o'clock. Then we'll hit the airwaves at 7. Warriors themselves won't be back until Saturday when their road trip begins. That happens in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Joel Embiid and the Sixers are next up on the schedule, and that should be both interesting and challenging. Low energy game tonight, but a victory for the Golden State Warriors. 104-94, to the final over the Portland Trailblazers. This has been Warriors Wrap-Up. You have yourself just a delightful rest of your night. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.